0: Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly.
1: Is QuickBooks slowing your business down? Do you have challenges managing inventory, project profitability, or just getting paid fast enough? Get your business to a better place and graduate to NetSuite today. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch the spreadsheets and all the old software you've outgrown. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place, instantaneously. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, save time and money with
0: NetSuite.
1: Join the over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at NetSuite.com slash info. Schedule your free product tour right now at NetSuite.com slash info. NetSuite.com slash info. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Greg Nix, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for September 1st, 2020. Last night's game started as a classic White Sox-Twins stinkfest, with shoddy Sox defense and shaky command from Lucas Giolito digging Rick Renteria's club a 4-0 hole. It ended with another clutch performance from Luis Robert, Nomar Mazzara's first real contributions of the season, and a reminder that the 2020 Sox might be different after all. Coming off last week's no-hitter, it was clear pretty much immediately that Giolito did not have the same level of command. After a scoreless first, he walked Eddie Rosario to lead off the second. A single by Miguel Sano went through Adam Engel's legs in right to put runners on second and third. Then Luis Urias singled to knock in Rosario and place runners on the corners. Marwin Gonzalez hit a grounder into the shift, and Nick Madrigal ranged towards first to snag it. Hoping to start a double play, Madrigal threw across his body, wide of second base, and passed a diving Tim Anderson. Sano and Arias both scored on the error. Giolito came back to retire Jake Cave and Ryan Jeffords and pitched around his own error, the third of the inning, to strike out Jorge Polanco without further damage. But in the third, a high pitch count and or the Minneapolis humidity seemed to be getting the best of Giolito as Sano took a misplaced slider way out to make the score 4-0 Twins. The Sox lineup, meanwhile, was playing some of its greatest hits from 2017 to 2019. First, it was the runners-in-scoring position blues, as they wasted a one-out double from James McCann in the second. Then it was, we ain't got no plate discipline, after Engel and Madrigal reached to put runners on first and second with no outs in the third. Anderson quickly fell behind 0-2 against twin starter Rich Hill before ultimately lining out to second. Then Aloy Jimenez struck out on three pitches and Jose Abreu lined out on the first pitch to end the threat. The Sox finally got on the board in the fourth. Hill couldn't place his curveball in the zone and opened the inning by walking Edwin Encarnacion, McCann, and Robert to load the bases. Then came a play in which I'm honestly still not 100% sure what happened because my dog had to poop at this exact moment. But basically, Danny Mendick floated one over the second-base bag. It should have been caught, so James McCann scampered back to second to avoid getting doubled off. But Arias dropped it, then tossed to Polanco. Polanco threw to first without tagging McCann, and Sano tagged out Robert. But Mendick beat the force and was called safe or something. I could be way off. The game was four hours long, and I knocked a few back along the way. (laughs) Moving on. Engel took advantage of the Twins' mistake and made up for his outfield blunder by singling through the right side to score Encarnacion and McCann. The Sox again got the first two batters on in the fifth after Jose Abreu singled and Encarnacion walked, but none of McCann, Robert, or Mendick could cut into the 4-2 deficit, and the game once more started to feel very 2018. Luckily, the tide started to shift. Giolito came back for a relatively efficient fourth and fifth, finishing the game with eight strikeouts against one walk despite the four runs allowed. In the sixth, the Braille proved once more that he truly is a run producer TM by doubling home Madrigal and Mazzara, who pinch hit for angle, with two outs to tie the game. Cody Hoyer relieved Giolito, and the Twins doinked him for a classic Twins run. Sano walked to lead off, moved to second on a Gonzalez groundout, then scored on a two out cave single. Ah, the Twins. But here, Luis Roberts said, No mas. This is a different year with a different team and a different Pantera. He immediately struck back with a crushed home run off of brief former White Sox Tyler Clippard to kill whatever Twins juju Minnesota was getting going. As has somehow become normal, the Sox bullpen was largely effective. After Hoyer's exit, Chase Fry and Matt Foster combined to strike out four in the seventh and eighth, so the game entered the ninth, tied at five. Twins manager Rocco Baldelli went closer to Taylor Rogers, and Rogers quickly retired Abreu on a groundout. Encarnacion followed with a seemingly harmless fly ball, but the thing about baseball is sometimes shit happens. The ball popped out of Max Kepler's glove and Encarnacion was aboard. McCann followed with a single to cap off another strong night for him. Then it was up to Robert. Robert, if you have not heard, is a bad man. He lasered a ground rule double down the line to score pinch runner Yomer Sanchez in his 2020 debut and put the Sox ahead. Mendix struck out for the second out, but Mazzara finally got solid wood on the ball for the first time in recent memory to score McCann and Robert and put the Sox up by three. Alex Colomay closed out the ninth with help from Mazzara, who made a nice running catch with a runner on first and two outs to seal the win. The Sox enter September in sole possession of first place, and this is the best i felt about being a White Sox fan in quite some time. Dallas Keuchel will take the mound in tonight's rematch, hoping to continue both the Twins' smashing vibes and his generally nailed start to the season. He faced Minnesota in the opening series, allowing two runs in five and a third innings for one of his weaker appearances of the year. Michael Pineda will be pitching for the Twins in his first appearance in almost a calendar year, following a 60-game banned substance suspension he received last September. He dominated the Sox in 2019 with a 2.88 ERA and four starts, but that team didn't have Luis Robert, so all bets are off. Oh yeah, it was also the trade deadline yesterday. The Sox didn't make any moves, which was briefly a bummer, but feels washed away by the cleansing waters of a twin stomping. Here's a rundown of the biggest deals of the deadline. The Padres sent six players to Cleveland in exchange for starter Mike Clevenger. There's not exactly an obvious centerpiece going back, so let's just say Cleveland acquired a bunch of dudes who will be annoying for like five years. But at least they dumped their number two starter. Combined with San Diego's huge deal with the Mariners centered around Austin Nola and smaller trades for Jason Castro and Mitch Moreland, the Padres engineered six trades involving 26 players this deadline. A.J. Preller laughs at your inaction, Han. The Marlins were surprising buyers, acquiring Starling Marte from the Diamondbacks for a package headed by starter Caleb Smith. The D-backs also moved Robbie Ray, Archie Bradley, and Andrew Chafin in clear moves to dump salary. Elsewhere, a couple of old friends were on the go. The Cubs got Josh Osich from the Red Sox, and the Mets reacquired Todd Frazier from the Rangers. The Rangers, by the way, did not end up moving Lance Lynn or Joey Gallo. The Blue Jays got Ray from the Diamondbacks, as well as Ross Stripling from the Dodgers, Taiwan Walker from the Mariners, and Jonathan Villar from the Marlins in a clear bid to lock down one of the expanded wildcard spots. There was also game action to be found, but the only score that really matters is Kansas City somehow beating Shane Bieber and Cleveland 2-1 to, to hand the Sox control of the division. Don't stop now, boys! That'll do it for today's White Sox Wake Up Call. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Sox Machine for the latest and greatest regarding the Chicago White Sox. You can also follow me on Twitter at Greg Nix Human. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Google Play Music Stores, and help support the show by signing up to be a friend of the podcast at Patreon.com slash Thanks for listening to White Sox Wake Up Call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Greg Nix. Your business may be small, but you've got big goals. Brother Laser Printers can help you succeed, no matter the space, task, or budget. From crisp black and white to vivid full color, our printers offer affordable quality you can trust. Plus, fast printing and high page yields make them ideal for home offices and shared workspaces. It's no wonder Brother is the number one retail brand in laser printer unit sales in the U.S. With Brother at your side, go from small to do it all. Shop now at brother-usa.com laser.